mercy and grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan, Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 333 of There's No Place Like Terra, a Stargate First the Watch. Mark of the Beast. Okay. Stargate First Watch Rewatch Podcast. I am Nixie. And I'm Grace. And I like how not scary I sounded when I just said oh, that. I also didn't sound scary when I was like, 333. Three, three. Today we're watching season one, episode 15. Yes. Lost. Uh huh. AKA. Yeah. Don't split the party. Oh. And two. <laughs> This is why you create a designated lost place to go when you get lost. Also, this is why you don't split the party. Mm -hmm. If you're looking for you, if I'm looking for you and you're looking for me and we're both looking, we're never going to find each other. No. The odds are not in our favor. No. And this is not an indication, as we get to, of the leaving of Greer. That is an understandable oversight. Yeah, this is the, let me just keep running in circles. Sometimes it's important to slow down. Yes. This is lessons that are very painful Mm -hmm. for me to learn, but I need to learn. Yeah, how was your week? <laughs> um, my week full of media. So Mando ended its oh. season three, which I have um mostly positive but conflicted Ooh. feelings over. Not conflicted in that way. Scandal. It was more of like Ivan no sleep. It was. It was like. Uh, th- there was parts of the end of the season where I was like, that's that's how you're going to do that? That's the choice you're going to make? Mm-hmm. Okay. Got it. Got I'm it. here for it. Interesting. Um, in the complete opposite feeling, Picard season three ended, and I had a lot of warm heart feels nice. in my soul, and I was very excited. And um, I'm saying this spoiler free, but if they don't make the series that they basically kickstarted off at the end of that episode they i will be extremely off. upset oh they basically went here's the next show and intrigue. they better make it we went from scandal to <laughs> intrigue and then otherwise i have just um i you i think it's evident and i've mentioned this podcast i am an on and off gamer Mm-hmm. Um, I will game a whole bunch in a frenzy and then we'll have no issues spending like six months not touching the controller. I and don't it understand depends. that life, but sure. Yeah, yeah, it depends on the game. And since um, the a game that is very close to my heart because it is the first game I ever fully finished on my own, mm-hmm. um, it's sequels coming out. Yes. I have been playing Fallen Jedi, replaying Fallen Jedi. Nice. And I'm on track to finish it right before the new game drops on friday um your uh, let let my yes failures be your guide <laughs> because i mm-hmm. um have also been playing a lot of video games yeah as per usual yeah but went back to a game in particular so I took a day off to play the DLC to Horizon Forbidden West called Burning Shores. Yes. I was like, this will be great. I've got the time. I'm going to take a day. This will be fun. We are both adults who are within two weeks of each other taking days off That's work fair. to play video games. I mean, why not? Right? Exactly. Because so we have vacation I'm not going to want to be at work. No. So 
unlike you, I did not prepare two weeks in advance, like to go back to the game and like, play up. but I did go, let me brush up a little bit on my skills Yeah. on like Monday night. Oh yeah. Game came out Wednesday night. And so I'm like, oh, let me just start a new game for funsies. I'm going to play on a hard level. Yeah. And then Tuesday night rolls around around like 11 p.m., 10.30. It was, it was pretty late. It was late. And I would, let me go load up my game and mm-hmm. have it ready to go. Yeah. Because you have to complete the whole main story quest to get the DLC. Mm, understood. Um, and I can't find it. Um, so I'm going through my saves and there's a bunch of saves of my new, of my new Aloy. Yeah. The one you just started on hard level. like a day ago. Yep. And there's nothing of my max level 50 Aloy. Yeah. On regular level. And I went, Jesse. What happened? What did I do? Can you look at this? I just, I need someone else to look at this. <laughs> Can, is there a control Z somewhere? And he's like, no, I should be at your load games. I was like, that that's where I am. Yes. <laughs> oh. And then he got quiet and he goes, where is your game? <laughs> and I was like, I don't know because all of these autosaves are from the last 24 hours. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So. Yeah. I, I didn't have a manual save. Of the fucking game. I am so paranoid about that. I've never given a shit. As you know, our personalities. Yeah. I'm like, I don't save, I'll handle it. Yeah. But I didn't realize how often it, it's autosaving in the background. So Jedi, I let autosave. But like, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, I technically know it autosaves. But every time I like stop playing the game, I go over, over, over manual save. Back, back, back. Yeah, no, I wasn't manual saving shit. Yeah. I was hitting some quick saves here and there to uh-huh. light my little fires because yeah. you have to light your little campfires. Of course, it's, it's you meditate in Jedi, yeah. Um, and uh, and I, r- there was no room for everybody. <laughs> the new the alloy list. went, hey, old alloy. <laughs> you gotta go. Bye. So, needless to say, I've yet to play the DLC. It just taunts me every time I log in. It's like, complete the main quest to play Burning Shores. So here's the you question. You have it downloaded. And I was like, eat my ass. <laughs> here's the, the question. Are you continuing your playthrough on hard mode? I'm not fucking changing it now. Okay. Now she's at level 20. <laughs> I'm halfway there. There you go. We're going through it, baby. Exactly. <laughs> I I am still the person I did. It's not on hard mode. The first mm. time I played I, Jedi. It may not be on hard, hard. I'd have to look. It's I'm like not. the middle. Because I I usually would play on easy. Yeah. So I, um the first time I played Jedi was in story mode. And then I was like, I'm going to go replay this round on like the Jedi Knight, which is the middle mm-hmm. level. And then I got to a couple people. And if I, I am the person, if I die two or three times, yeah, I'm going in there and changing it back to no, easy mode. I'm uh, Apparently, as much as I like to make fun of um, boyfriend, <laughs> domestic partner, fiance, husband, Jesse and Elden Ring. Yeah, I will sit there and fucking suffer through something oh, no. until I win. If I die two or three times, I go back, change it to easy mode. I'll defeat him. Go back, change it back to Jedi Knight and continue oh, on. I don't know that you can keep the saves that way. Like, I can't keep the same XP so and stuff. Jedi, you can because it doesn't work on XP or anything in the same way. Oh, yeah. I don't know that I could do that. Like, you could go down. And then I do down. normally play just straight up on story mode. I think I think at some point I switched 
Valhalla to something like one up from story mode but yeah, they have yeah. a few more settings i think in that yeah some of them have like six options and some of them have like the standard four yeah so jedi um and i'm hoping the next game is the same way you can change it on the fly oh that's interesting which is really nice as oh. you're as you're trying to defeat nice. some of the bigger baddies i i will say that the team at gorilla games which makes horizon the horizon games yeah did something really cool. There's a lot of accessibility features in their games. Mm -hmm. And with the DLC download, they also put an update in for, and I forget what it's called. It's like Theophobia mode. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, you're talking but, about that. Uh, I'm going to look up what it's actually called. Um, But it's the fear of deep water. Yep. So you can turn that mode on. So that when you do underwater things, it's brighter. Oh, nice. And there's like a little bit more guides nice. in there. And they're not like bright yellow it's arrows. It's not neon it's signs. Just like, it almost looks like, you know when you'll see like um, wind patterns on a map? Yep. Like the little squiggly lines? Yep. It sort of looks like that. And you can't die from running out of water as easily gotcha is, running out of air understanding yeah now, so i did turn that on because i was curious yeah because that does always freak me the fuck out um and it still creates some limitations like it's like hey you're not high enough level to do this part even though you're technically yeah. able to breathe down here yeah, you can't yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was really cool um but yeah no only level 20 I've got like you got there. I've got like half of the main quest lines to go. You're fine. The nice thing now is I there's a lot of talking back to the NPCs. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, shut up! I already know this. Don't talk yeah. to me. I'm not asking any of the questions for the dialogue. Oh menu. yeah. So I'm like, just shut your face and yeah. let me get to the mission. I will say this time going through Jedi, we have it on the second screen, so I have the volume all the way down. Yeah, I'm and listening the, to a podcast going yeah. skip, skip, skip. The <laughs> only time I stop and turn the volume up and pause something else is when Travis Willingham is talking, nice. as because he is your he's your master. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. your Jedi master. I did know that. Yeah. And so every time you get new training with, and I was like, be quiet. Everything else, Travis is yeah. talking. Um, it. This, I, I did cry when we saw a little bit of Lance Reddick at the beginning of the game. Yeah. We'll see more of him later on, but for now, just in the beginning. Uh, I will also, playing through this game, cemented my very, very strong um, come-at-me feels that BD-1 is possibly the second best droid in all of Star Ooh. Wars. I believe it. I did play enough to meet BD-1 and be yeah. like, he's adorable. I love him. BD, and you continue to go through and you realize, like, the sacrifices that BD-1 has oh, made in okay. the past. Yeah. Um, yeah. BD-1 is the second second greatest droid in Star Wars. After R2-D2? After R2-D2. And coming up a very close third is Chopper from Rebels. I've met Chopper as well. I, I like love Chopper. Chopper. Um, I'm one of those people who is not a BB-8 fan. A BB-8's fine. He's fine. I'm just, he's not up there. Well, if, yeah. I mean, I prefer him over <laughs> C-3PO. If the relationship, I love C-3PO. I want to have tea with C-3PO. I would have tea. Again, I don't dislike C-3PO. I feel like he doesn't fall in the same category of droids. Like, there's different types. There are. Yeah. I don't dislike C-3PO. Mm-hmm. He's just not as high on my list as other droids. Yeah, that's all. That's fair. Yeah. I, I just I want him to work and and at Downton Abbey. 
He would be a great butler. At Downton he Abbey. would be amazing. Yeah. yeah, he would absolutely be the greatest. April thirtieth, <laughs> two thousand and ten. Uh, written by Martin Giro. This is his thirty third episode of Stargate wow. and his last. Oh, sad. I mean, listen, he goes on to do some pretty cool he got other left shit on the planet. He did like get... you can't write anymore. <laughs> he <got> Bye. Left... <laughs> Um, and directed by cinematographer Roan Schmidt. Hopefully I got that right. That's cool. So most of the previous line is the same as everything else, except the reminder that TJ is preggers. Right. And Chloe Scott, Eli, and Greer were left behind after getting lost in Minos Labyrinth on the planet of Crete. Yep. Um, so <laughs> what? I just thought of a meme I saw where it was like, "That's a real Pandora's labyrinth," and it was like they were ma- like just fucking up every Greek yeah. thing, and I was so I kept. This is definitely a Pandora's, Pandora's labyrinth. labyrinth. Yeah. <laughs> so with Eli gone and Riley is back from his Shakespearean acting sprint, sure, yeah. uh, Riley is taking up the documentary filming. Mm-hmm. Documentary, documentary. That's the word I'm looking for. Filming. He, he's playing documentarian. Uh, he is annoying Rush a bit, but that's. I mean, everyone annoys Rush anyway. Eli yeah. wants, or Riley wants to make sure that Eli has all this footage when he gets back of all the efforts to rescue him. And I do love that Rush explained to Riley that a Eli would probably prefer that energy be used to rescue him, and. Yeah. Also, Riley, I already explained to you how the Disney just can't turn around and pick them up. That's yeah. not already worked, mainly because I already tried it. Yeah. It's a primitive machine. I don't know what I wrote here because autocorrect wrote in <laughs> Portuguese. Um, but I know that I wrote the destiny is something. And then recap. Well, so Riley explains for the Kino footage and us mm-hmm. what we sort of have figured out through this series, but we get plainly stated here that the Stargates we're connecting to in this galaxy and yeah. on this show um, aren't as fancy as the Stargates in the Milky Way yeah. of Pegasus Galaxy. That sounds um, like what those I was Stargates you can reach any place in the galaxy. Right. These are a little bit more A to B. Yeah. They're this- like long range walkies. Kind of. The Stargates here can only connect to a few other gates in their smaller circle range. Their range is not as far. Yeah. Um, they can't do the whole galaxy. Uh, and that's when the Kino is tired and the batteries just die and it goes to sleep on the ground. Yeah, it's bedtime. Before we can find out what Rush and Brody are working on. Um, and weird because Riley just took this out of the dispenser and it should be fully charged. Mm-hmm. In James's room. Her and TJ are having this deep conversation Mm -hmm. and um, she's Vanessa's trying is having some deep feels about a Scott being missing and feeling guilty um, that she wasn't able to save them. Also, she still clearly is unresolved issues with Scott, you know, that. Yeah, there's so much going on for her (laughs) aside from the boy troubles. Yeah. There's this insecurity and, and like this, like, I, I don't know. And maybe I'm mapping things onto her, but she's got this imposter syndrome. Like, nobody trusts me. I'm not even good at what I do. Oh, 100%. All of that stuff. I'm just like, girl, you're here. You're fucking doing it. I know. So do it. Yeah. Um, She, she's. Things just kind of Scott ended the relationship, but didn't like discuss shit with her. Yeah. 
And I don't think Scott knew they had a relationship. That's I think that's and part that's of it. That's the problem. Yeah. Um she still has some feelings for him. Um, because she's not the kind of person who just sleeps just with people. Fucks people in a broom closet. You know, she's just not that person. Scott might be that person. Yeah. Um, and she just kind of pauses looking at TJ and is like are you here as a friend or because Young sent you? And she's like, yes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, why not both? Both can be true. Mm-hmm. He does. Young does have her keeping track on everyone, but she is also here as a friend. And that's about when the lights go out. Ooh, saved by the lights. Yeah. Young also notices the lights have gone out and immediately radios rush. I'm glad he does. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad he's noticed. Mm-hmm. Uh, he Rush shares that actually a few systems have gone out and it's like Destiny went into power saving mode. Like Destiny's a phone that's reached 20% battery yeah, life. Yeah, she's like, look, look, you're going crazy right now. We got to calm things down. Although weirdly, Destiny's batteries are almost full. Life support's fine and Rush is going to make sure the lights get back on soon. Mm-hmm. And Brody's like, but should we? <laughs> maybe it's telling us something yeah, yeah maybe there's a reason this is happening um and riley's like maybe the ship's just old as fuck yep yeah um, R- rush is like well either way we can't work in the dark so we need some lights i do like Jeez. that the ship is so used to no one being there that like we don't need lights no one here needs lights yeah it's like we're just gonna well i just like that the ship does whatever the fuck it wants oh yeah it reminds me a little bit of my air conditioner, which I don't know that I've told you about this, <laughs> this, this relationship that I'm trying to work on with my air conditioner as we hit Florida summers uh-huh. because it's smart. It's mm-hmm. too smart yeah, for its own good. Yeah. And I tell it a number that it should be at and it goes, well, actually I'm an air conditioner <laughs> and I'm an air conditioner with a degree in Air conditionography. Conservationist <laughs> and environmental safety. Yeah. So I think that you should keep it hotter because it's going to be better energy oh, consumption. And listen. I'm like, nobody fucking asked you. Oh, nobody asked you. Listen, if if you have that relationship with your air conditioner, can you only imagine if mm-hmm. I had your air conditioner? Yeah. Because she, and then it goes, And then it pops up a little leaf and it's like, you're saving a tree. I'm like, I'm hot. <laughs> I will plant my own fucking tree. <laughs> but I, I do appreciate it. Trees don't very, need air conditioning. It's very cool most of the time. Most of the time. But sometimes I'm like, okay, but can you calm down about it? Like yeah. a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Just calm a little bit. Yeah. I recycle. <laughs> so on Crete, um, our team is working on step one. Step one is get out of tunnels. Yeah. Eli is like on step eight. Yeah. Calm down. Even if we get out of the tunnels and we're able to find enough food and water, then they then have the issue of finding the gates that connect in order to reach up with destiny. And they can only see what plants are in range on the remote, not where in the galaxy they are, know which direction they're going to go. And then we don't know where the ship is right now. And it's like. Or we could just never get out of this maze. So focus on that. Listen, I understand this like overthinking panic yeah. that he's doing. This is where I live sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my brain's gonna keep working. The question is, is do I voice this or not? <laughs> I, I I will say the one thing that I've gotten really proud of myself for as I've gotten older mm-hmm. is that is the one spiral that I've learned to not stop, my yeah. dude, <laughs> but go, hey, 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 let's spiral a little slower. 
instead of running down the spiral staircase, yes. let's sit on the step and then slowly like wiggle our butts. Whereas down I've at least gone to, I'm just going to write this shit down so uh-huh. that I'm, my head, my head doesn't know the difference between me verbally vomiting it out of my mouth sure. and like hand verbally, hand write vomit out yeah. of my brain. So if I write it down here, then it's not annoying everyone around me. Yeah. It's you it's you gotta space invaders that stuff. Yeah. It's like I see you coming, but there's three ships right here in front of me right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see you, I acknowledge you, but you're over there right now, so we're gonna deal with these right here. Listen, Brain, if you wanna keep thinking about that shit over there, you can. You gotta get this shit done also first. Get this one done. But like if you wanna think over there, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the ship. I will allow you this much power yeah. to think on that and no more. <laughs> So Scott tries to calm Eli down. Uh-huh. You know, just try and have a positive attitude. Mm. And Eli just, huh. Have you met Eli? <laughs> Why would you think that would work? Yeah. I feel like at that point, because Chloe knows Eli well enough, she should have just turned to him and been like, ew. Yeah. Who do you think you're talking to? <laughs> um. By the way, that's another thing I think I learned this week, maybe last week. But yeah. that my default state, you know, people have resting bitch face or yeah. resting happy face yeah. or resting whatever um, apparently mine is disgust mm. yeah i don't know i what am my... always a moment's notice from disgust i don't know what my resting face? state is yeah i think it's frantic no i don't know it's... you don't have a resting state yeah i think that's what it is <laughs> there is no resting yeah. state um but that's that's when the whole place starts to shake which is a really great thing that you want the um, unstable tunnels that you're in to do. Yep. Uh-huh. Tiny um, credits time. Because you know it'd be icing on the cake at this point if the C4 had to stabilize the entire area. That would never happen. Why would that happen? That's another thing that Eli is super excited for. Mm-hmm. But Scott knows all they can do in this moment is just keep swimming. Yep. <laughs> I'm sure, like James, Eli is feeling no guilt or any misplaced or otherwise yeah. about convincing everyone to come down here in the first place because he lost Aquino. I I think um, I'm trying to think if my brain would be so focused on triage mode that there would be room for guilt. I would be so grateful to have this life-threatening situation before us. Oh, yeah. The, The question, I have a hunch that my brain would not tell... The unconscious part of my brain be processing the guilt, but not telling the conscious part of my brain. Yeah, yet. yeah. It's, we're just gonna do this back here. We're for gonna, a while. we're gonna, we're gonna work on this back here, and then really suspecting it, we're gonna hit you with like a fully formed idea or two. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. worry, you're outsourcing. Yeah, come back to us. Come back tossing. to us. Yeah. No, you don't need me right now. Get out of here. Yeah. Delegation, if you will. Don't come look in this room. <laughs> leave lock uh, i've locked the door for a reason yeah Uh, your brain goes i'm shielding you from this (laughs) essentially yes yeah your subconscious goes conscious no no you don't need this right now yeah we're gonna process this in the background we'll let you know when we need you (laughs) i think that's actually your services are not needed here that's actually a solid thought of how my brain actually works i like it mini credits Mm mm-hmm so back on the ship, Young's flashlight is also going out. I wrote, Young's trying to figure out how a flashlight works. 
<laughs> because that's really what it looks like. Yes. He's really getting into prop acting for he a is. there. He's like smacking a couple turning times. it upset down. He's like, yeah. what? I, why? What a flash? With childlike wonder. And then he's he hits it a few times and the lights on the ship turn on. Yay, I did it. Yeah. So back in the control room, Rush explains that he doesn't know jack shit yet, basically, and a bunch of low-tier systems just kind of shut down. I do appreciate that Young's default mode, now that Rush is back, yeah. is being a dick to Rush. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's his default. That's his, like, that's the way of showing him he likes him. Yeah. <laughs> um, they also don't have much, like, readings or deduction yet on how to find the team. Because yeah. they don't even know what plant they're going to drop out of next. Right. Near. But yeah, we have no basis, nothing to gauge anything on. We have this fantastic transition that I loved from the from young, like, walking out of the control room down into the labyrinth. Oh, yeah. And Eli's just anxiety talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> about having more exits or a map with you are here just like a shirt says Eli's been in a lot of malls just just straight up anxiety talking and Greer's dealing with his anxiety quietly in the back yeah so Uh, so the way I understand what Eli is looking for is he's we need to be in hitching a ride distance of the ship yeah 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 okay so we can catch it um right now he's just wanting maps yeah, anything. Mall maps. Yeah. He's been in a lot of outlets in his lifetime. He has. He's like, I need the list of my stores yep. and my little star. So they take a five minute break. Um, Eli is like looking. He's, he's done looking for the keynote at this mm-hmm. point. But he admits that he was freaking out a bit back there. And that the gate solution isn't situation isn't quite as bad as he originally said. Um, the destiny is basically walking a path through the galactic woods. Yeah. And the gates are dropped along that line. The seed ships didn't put gates on every planet in the galaxy. The seed ships dropped gates along this corridor. Yeah. And he does point out how easy it is to make a map because whoever made these tunnels, look how this crude map with rocks and drawing with a stick happened. Tunnel people. Mm. Um, so... And I like that the tunnel's going, bitch. They're it. You're just not paying attention. Yeah. yeah. So once they get to the gate, they can, for lack of a better term, go left or right. Yep. One direction will run them to the edge of the galaxy um, or to planets they have been to before. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other one is hopefully going to have Destiny pop up on the remote. 50-50 shot. Mm-hmm. We gotta go catch our bus. Yes. And their their five minutes is definitely up when Guru sees another big old spider coming their way. And this time they run instead of fight. Yeah. On cue. They, the spider's like, they, oh, were you guys finding solutions to your problems? I'm here again. They flight instead of fight. Yeah. <laughs> Brody and Rush see the same bad news on the galactic map. Uh, they don't specify it here, but if you read the map at all, you can see that they were almost to the edge of the galaxy. And if they are, that is definitely something Young needs to know. And Rush is like, we'll wait until we're certain. And Brody's like, dude. That's real real sus, man. Dude. Don't do that. Pretty sure we know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In the infirmary, um, we have scene one that made Grace want to throw something at the television. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the infirmary, TJ's reporting and to not Young. not just because Young's being a dick. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> TJ's reporting to Young that, look, James is fine. Some words of encouragement wouldn't hurt because she thinks that you're only putting her out there on missions because you don't have a choice. And he's like, well, I mean, she's not like an wrong. Asshole. It's like, do you have to fucking say that? Again, eat my ass. That's the AKA of the episode. Sorry. God. TJ's like, dude, I know you know. Can you not be this person? I know you think that she is a good soldier. Like, She should have told him right there just to fucking slap his ass down for a bit. You know everything in the world, huh? Uh Uh-huh. You cocky bastard. Also, Young does know about her relationship with Scott. And I like TJ's like, well, that's a complicated ball of wax, but that's not the issue that we have right now. Also, you're one to fucking talk about relationships. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Fucking Maury Povich (laughs) guest of honor. Um, And before Young leaves, TJ's like, super... I got my interplanetary mistress pregnant. Awkward. Um, There's something else that I should tell you. Spit it out. Spit it out, TJ. There's no nice way to say this. And just as TJ's about to say something, Rush radios in that he's got something that Young has to see. And he's like, cool, I'll be right there. TJ, you were saying something. And she's like, nope. I not. think I would do my best to say this <laughs> in as crass or as funny of a, you blew a baby at me <laughs> or something just off because you got to break the tension. Yeah. I would just, the the whatever the worst way to do it is, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. <laughs> You're my baby daddy. Yeah. <laughs> oh my She's goodness. like, we'll have a longer conversation later. And he just leaves. Mm-hmm. So while explaining this, I love that Rush makes no qualms and is like, this is exactly another time to make a dig at Young for leaving me behind on the planet. Remember that time you left me on a planet? That's why everybody's lost. Bye. So one of the things he did before he was forcibly rescued by aliens mm-hmm. was he saw a map of the galaxy, including all the Stargates. And they've been cross-referencing that with Destiny's map of where they have been, considering they got all the data from the seed ships. Right. I'm like, how do you not have like a full map of at least the path corridor that the seed ships were on? Yeah, at least a little like constellation, if you will. So how do you not know exactly where you are along that path? Have you not been documenting as you go, at least? Come on. Anyway. Yeah. Um, that's what, that's like weirdly the one part of this episode that I'm like, how do you try to pretend that you don't already know you're at the edge of a galaxy? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. We're going at this. That's fine. So either way, the bad news is, is that they are near the end of the galaxy. And while that's not an issue for the ship, the ship can make the jump without issues. The Stargates can't travel that distance. We know even between Pegasus and Milky Way, they needed help via the intergalactic gate bridge. And these Stargates have much shorter range. Right. So it's going to be a long trip for Destiny. That's why she's kicked in some power saving modes. And the shitty part is they will not be able to dial back to this galaxy. Ever. So they have one shot to find the team on this next time they drop out of FTL. Otherwise, they will be unreachable. Damn. That's... I don't have a lot to say because I still don't know what's going to happen. So we're just going to keep going. Okay. I'm very on, mad. Can you tell on, me? I'm yelling today. On Crete, um, I'm assuming they've been doing this whole time, but we yeah. finally see Scott, Mark, and Arrow on a corner. Mm-hmm. 
And Eli just starts delirious laughing as he sees that the Kino has found an exit. Yay. I mean, we don't know where the Kino is, but the Kino found an exit. we know there's an exit. It exists. Yeah. As they decide to go right or left, and Chloe, who's wandered away over to look at a carving on the wall, agrees with Scott they should definitely go left. Mm -hmm. Because she's just reeling that this, this... carving that i've been seeing a couple times in a row here is actually a map she's putting on her daniel jackson hat oh 100 mm-hmm. this chunky blue arrow thing is the only thing that's moved between copies of this mm-hmm. and eli's like hey you are here not sure if he's happy or annoyed that these yeah. maps have been done here the whole time or just uh a little bit ashamed of himself for not knowing that they were there and talking so much shit no all, or all, all three of the above yeah Greer quickly heads Sorry, off. I saw a man outside my window, and then I realized it's my husband. <laughs> and or your husband as well. So Greer quickly heads off to the left, try to find another map. Scully's yelling after him. Mm-hmm. And like, hey, there's another map there. As the place starts to rumble. Time to go. And that's exactly when the ceiling collapse and rocks come crashing down on Greer? Question mark? Cool. That's fine. It's fine. Totally fine. This is why you don't split the goddamn party. Don't split the party. Don't run ahead. We say as we specifically have broken the party going multiple to times. Run ahead yep. in, in like an hour from A the thousand percent. Of this thousand percent. <laughs> so this time TJ is chatting with Park, who already knows about the baby, mm-hmm. and is giving her a very pointed look that doesn't actually believe that TJ was going that even tried to tell Young. Yeah, I love that Park is the one sane person in this entire <laughs> ship. Yeah, I know because they play her off like she's like she's fucking everybody. It's like yeah, but she's sane about it. Hundred percent. She's having fun. She's having fun, and also she's the one person's like. How hard did you actually try to tell the father of your child that you are pregnant 22 yeah. weeks in? You, yeah. 22 is a lot of weeks. That's more than halfway, according yeah. to my calculations. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of math that I'm not going to do right now, but yeah. it's easily more than four. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Um, oh, no, it is four. This it's is not, like, less important than whatever Rush called him for. Yeah. And I'm like, she's like, you're 22 weeks pregnant. You're showing. He's yeah. going to figure out that you're pregnant. Yeah. Because <laughs> no one's eating that much on the show. Yeah. As polite as he may be trying to be about you gaining a little weight around yeah. the middle, like, he's going to figure it out. <laughs> and TJ realizes that she's less afraid of what he's going to say and more what he's not going to say. Yeah. And there's always something popping up. There's never the right time. Matter, you just gotta do it. As and as if on cue, Destiny drops out of FTL. The ship's like, I'm not fucking moving <laughs> until you say something. <laughs> the, the ship is like, I control when and where I move. Yeah. So say it. <laughs> so Chloe first calls out for Scott before she realized Scott's fine was not caught in the rock mm-hmm. fall. But where's Greer? Yikes. And they start calling his name out over the radio. And they hear nothing. 
And at first they wonder if, well, maybe it's just the radios can't penetrate the rocks. But then they remember, no, we could hear James without any issues at all. And she was not in the rocks a little bit even. And that's when they drop their gear and start pulling rocks away. Yeah. In the most like fruitless way I've ever seen people move rocks. It's just kind of, uh, it's no thought mode. Yeah. Well, and it, it's almost like they somehow they felt like they kept moving the same rock over and yeah. over, like nothing was changing. No. So James is going to lead the exploratory team. Rush is also there. She has three hours um, with dialing to make sure it's safe. That's eight to ten minutes per planet, considering you also have to get back. She can reach maybe 20 planets or so. Mm-hmm. And they have the advantage of knowing there's only one direction you can go. Yep. Um, and Young wishes her good luck as they head out. And as Young walks into the hallway, TJ's like, hey, so is the team gone? Do you have a few minutes to chat in private? Oh my God, just say it. Well, you know, Young is on his way to talk to Volker about the charging plates. Can this can this wait, TJ? And she's like, static. No. Just static on the other end. That means no. Just fuck. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I'm so mad. So is the team just... Again, panic rocks. Yeah, panic move rocks. Labyrinth, yeah. Um, from where Greer is, the tunnels remind them that they aren't thinking about stability mm-hmm. and start shaking and throwing dust on them. And Scott's like, how about we don't? And he yeah. realizes that they have to get out of here. Yikes. And he gets an are you fucking serious look from both Chloe and Eli. But Scott was right there and saw the rocks coming down and he saw them coming down on Greer and Scott knows that Greer wants the rest of them to get out alive, especially if there was little or no hope for him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if anything, if nothing else, um, Scott has to put the lives of the two people in front of him before the life that he doesn't know yeah. whether or not. is Like, he's got to prioritize them. Yeah. And Chloe tries calling him on his bullshit. Are you saying that because you think you have to get the civilians out? And Scott's like, I'm not discussing this. Yes. Now get out. Yeah. But honestly, that would have been my answer. Gear up. Um, yeah. Just give me a second here. <laughs> and they don't like it, but they do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Scott turns back to the rocks and turns his radio on and just tells Greer that he's sorry. Yikes. And he turns and leads the rest of them out as the place continues to shake and more rocks fall exactly where they were just standing. Yep. Not great for anybody. And we get the first of our flashbacks this episode. Oh boy. We see Baby Greer. The happiest of childhoods. Yeah. Um, He's like, I don't know, 12, 13-ish. Yeah, I range. would have said younger. Or younger. Yeah. ten Somewhere between 10 and 13. I don't, yeah, I don't think he's middle school aged. No. Yeah. In, all these are sort of in sepia tone in that same small area that we had saw quick flashbacks from before and above him we can hear his parents arguing uh, mom pointing out that baby Greer needs to eat, needs to be let out of wherever he is and dad absolutely like nodding that and mm-hmm. says he has to learn and something is thrown across the room Damn. not good our Greer wakes up he has the light from his gun still on and he starts, he's definitely trapped in rubble. Yeah. And starts. He's, he's sandwiched in there like yeah. a cozy little rubble blanket. Mm-hmm. Starts calling out to the rest of his team. He tries to use his radio, but his radio has been smashed. Oh. And out of fear and anger, 
he just kind of smashes it some more. I mean, what else are you going to do? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's also this great shot in here where they flip the camera. It kind mm. of really emphasizes that small space yeah. claustrophobia. Yeah. Um, and look at that. The team has turned a corridor. The shaking has stopped. And there actually in front of them is the Kino. All they had to do was sacrifice a life. <laughs> that sounds labyrinthy. That's what I was going to say. Like the that's, labyrinth just wanted. That sounds like something you would have to do in the yeah. labyrinth. I hope the sound didn't change too much, but I am standing now. I'm assuming the sound wouldn't change. The microphone is still in the exact same position in relation to your face. Yeah, but the top of the room is emptier than the bottom of the room. Okay. That um, makes sense in my head. <laughs> so they found the Kino, and we found the stairs that the Kino found. Yeah. So they aren't racing up the stairs into daylight um, because they know climbing those stairs is committing to leaving Greer behind. Yeah. Eli's like, well, someone's got to go first. Yep. And Chloe follows, and Scott just looks back in the direction they came. Yeah. It's not great. It's not great, but what are you going to do? Yeah. All, all die out of guilt? Yeah. Like- 100%. So Greer's moving rocks as fast as he can, flashing back to him stacking bricks in his backyard, I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, back and forth, rocks and bricks, rocks and bricks. And his dad is watching um, after I'm, I'm assuming a few beers. Uh-huh. And what a bullshit thing to have your kid do, by the way. I yeah. don't know why he's having him do this. Um, I feel like it's just like, go stack those bricks because I said so. Yeah. And Kid Greer is done. He has his nice little brick wall and his dad comes over and kicks it down. Fucking dick. As our Greer just continues to dig. I don't. I'm lucky that I'm lucky for a lot of reasons that I did not have a parent like this. Yeah. But mostly because. The instinct I've had in me, even as a child, would have been like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing this again. Yeah. Um, and then we have Kid Greer again sitting at a table with his mom who pours him some milk, reminding him that his father wasn't always like this. He was a good man and a good father. But Greer's just too young to remember that man. And Greer's like, well, I hate him. Yeah, I would resent my mom so much if she talked to me like that. And like, we need to go somewhere far away yeah, to two of us. I don't care who he was. This is who he is. Exactly. And I am a child. And you are my mom. <laughs> and his mom says they have to be strong because he needs both of them because no one else will take care of him. Ugh. And in the present. I am a child. I know. <laughs> And in the present, our Greer is just ugly crying and yeah. digging and covered in dust. And eventually he gets a hole. He's literally never giving up, never surrendering. Yeah, this man is just uh, out of sheer spite to the life that was handed to him. 100%. 100%. Um, so the rest of the team makes it back to the gate and Eli starts to dial. But Scott's like, wait. Meanwhile, Greer has dug himself out and he starts to run through the tunnels. It's interesting as you look back, right? Mm-hmm. The how fucked up this moment is. Like yeah. the roller coaster that Greer goes through, but ultimately it's for his best interest that he doesn't make Yes. It. I don't know. I just there's a lot of feelings here. Like, oh yeah. I can't imagine where he is mentally right now. Especially at the end of the episode. Yeah. So Scott is wondering if the best thing is for them to stay here. Yes, actually, Scott, it is. Yeah. If you're lost, stay in one place. 
The crew of the Destiny would also have connect the made the connect the dots plan, mm-hmm. and they would send a team the next time they stop. So maybe we should wait. Mm-hmm. Eli's like, I think we need to chance it because we don't know no. how long the next port stop's gonna be. No, Eli, you're wrong. If you get lost in the woods, stay in one place. Yes, unless there is a bear running <laughs> at the place that you're at, stay in one fucking place. Um, in the tunnels. Thank you, Scott, for putting arrows there for Gru to follow. Yeah. And this delay at the gate is giving Gru enough time to keep running. Come on, man. And finally, yeah, Scott's like, Let, fuck it's it, let's die. It's the saddest dial. thing I've ever seen let's take, run like Let's that. take the risk as Gru reaches the ladder. God damn it. And they send the keynote through. It's a foggy planet, but otherwise they're safe. Mm-hmm. And Greer is fucking booking it across yeah. that field. His flat out top speed. Yeah. Because he knows he is on a timer and he doesn't know what time he has. Yeah. He, they could be still at that gate. They could be waiting. They could be gone. They could be on the ship. They, they could have yeah. gotten back. They, he has no idea what's going on. Because he doesn't know how long he was out either. Yeah. So we see a flashback of Kid Greer looking through a box of photos and medals from his father's military career. Mm-hmm. And his dad comes in, throws the box against the far wall and grabs Greer. Oh. And with one last look back from Scott, they're about to head through the gate. Come on. And Greer is still running. And Greer flashes back to another time that he was left behind. When his dad drove him at night to not so safe part of town, Tells him to get out, and it's actually a good thing he doesn't have any money, and just leaves him there and drives away. What the fuck? Although I have hope for humanity that there would people there who would help a kid out, however they're able yeah, to. <laughs> I think so. I would imagine so. I don't think that being displaced makes you suddenly a fucking awful person. Exactly. I think that someone there would be like, what the fuck has just happened? Yeah. There might be some there that would take advantage of him, but I think there's equally enough people there that would be like, let's help this person at least figure out directions. What's going on here? Why are you here? Yeah. What shitsville? And finally we watch Scott knows he has to go because the rest of Gru's team leaves the planet. Oh. We're on another forest planet, mm-hmm. and the Stargate closes behind him. Damn. Damn. Eli knows it's going to take a second for the gate list to reset on the remote, and mm-hmm. Scott also knows that if Destiny is an FTL, it's not going to show up, so maybe we wait a few minutes to see if it does then show up. And Eli's like, but what if it already is out of FTL, what and the Destiny is what more that. planet away? You gotta stop. You, you, what arbitrary numbers are you just making up? Yeah, he's just hoping to split the difference. This is when faith can hurt you. Yeah. Because you're he's so focused on the faith of I'm going to get this done that he's not. There's also, I think, a bit of it of I think it is the this I'm going to get this done. But it's that it's that panic of I need wanting to help them rescue them. He wants to help the Destiny yeah. team in rescuing them, so I'm going to get as close as I can so they don't have to come as far. There's moments in life when the situation we're in is the equivalent of drowning and being saved by a lifeguard. Yeah. There are moments when you just, it's best to do nothing. Yeah. It's best to do nothing and take a minute and, and breathe and move through it 
I think that's the lesson that I think I've learned that I've gotten pretty good at knowing. I'm not saying I do it every yeah. time. <laughs> But I know that is a thing to do sometimes. And yeah. There are moments in life when the best thing you can do is nothing. And that is a thing that you are act- you are actively doing nothing. Yeah. And wait. Doesn't and make it easy. Nope. No, <laughs> in it fact, doesn't. Frequently, that is harder than doing something. It's the worst part. It's like, I'm waking up. Is <laughs> waiting was, with your cup. I was gonna go with Tom Petty, and the waiting is the hardest part <laughs> because it really is. Um, yeah. So Scott wasn't feeling confident about this plan beforehand, and this certainly isn't helping. No. Eli's like, "What happened to being positive, brah?" You know where I'm going. <laughs> so ten minutes per planet. That's what they're doing. And then a big growl happens in the distance. Mm, that's probably yeah, fine. We're going to skip the 10 minutes. We're going to go ahead and dial now. Let's fast as you can. Just move, start dialing. Move, move, move. And Greer races towards the field and the forest and gets to the Stargate. And it's just him. They're alone. Mm-hmm. They're still dialing on the fog planet. And there's something big out there in the fog. And yep. it's straight up just like a Rancor dinosaur. It's a D&D monster. Yeah, it's, it's a d it's some shit I don't want to fight in Dungeons Someone and Dragons. Someone pulled a mini and went that one. <laughs> Write that in. Um, so they run to escape it through the Stargate as Scott fires a few rounds at it. Mm-hmm. Clearly, they did not head back to Crete. Nope. Since Greer has made himself a little campfire near the Stargate, it's dark now. He didn't really have any other options but to yeah. wait for rescue. And... Um, but I, I appreciate how smart he was to wait near the gate. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen, we've learned nothing. We know that Greer's survival stats pretty damn high. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he, we flash back, and that night that, he, that his dad left him, um, he made his way home. And when he got home, he finds his house is straight up on fire. Yeah, dad lost his goddamn shit. And he calls out for mom, runs straight into the house, does not think. Right. Young kid, straight into the house. Mom isn't waking up. Probably some CO2 poisoning. Um, he drags her through the house. Yeah. Right next to the fire, all the way out to the street. Poor kid. And there's another explosion from the house behind him. Damn. And there at the campfire on the planet is the illusion of his dad with a beer. Telling That's him, fine. you should have let me burn. It's a nice little awful force ghost for you. That is the worst force ghost. Yeah. Not this one, please. But the fact that we know Greer still went in and dra- not only mentally was able to go in there and get it, but physically was able to drag his dad out of that building. What a, yeah, what a beautiful... What a kind human being in yeah. the most, and, and I mean base in the best way possible, in the base sense of the word. Just yeah. Made of kindness. A paladin, if I ever knew one. And like, kept that kindness with the environment, the home life that he grew he, up he with. He didn't let him break him. Yeah. He didn't let what he experienced break. Exactly. Who he is as a person. Which we'll come back to in a bit. Mm-hmm. So the rescue team is on one planet with storms and crystals. Uh-huh. 
Uh-huh. James points out how oh, it's really beautiful, and I'm kind of glad they're only here for a short time. Yeah, yeah. Let's 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 keep it moving. Rush is quiet, worried, focused. Almost half the time has elapsed, and they've only covered ten planets. Mm-hmm. And Rush is amazed at the amount of planets that Destiny skips. Yeah, but she's like, ah, uh, not those. So getting back is going to take a lot shorter time because they've already been there mm-hmm. and they know where they're going um, and they have extra kinos and remotes. So James is like, why don't we split up to cover more? Why don't we split the party? Why don't we not hang out with you right now? Yeah, I, you're no what fun. What can I do with, to not be with you? And all they need is a bit of luck. And Rush is like, I don't believe in luck. But okay, sure, let's so split I'm the party. Gonna... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, as much as we were yelling at people to not split the party, yeah. I feel like she's her own party. She is. She is the party. Yeah. Uh, I feel like he's splitting off from her party. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She's going to take the party to go do things yes. while he sits here and sulks. So Greer is still sitting with the ghost of his father. And Yay. another guy behind him, behind both of them, is going on about the fires that he saw and breathed and how the VA is not recognizing the symptoms Christ. and blah, blah, blah. And, like, I'm not an expert on the subject in any way, shape, or form, so I don't want to go into it too much. But Gru's dad served in a desert storm. Okay. And I think the big, um, I don't know if it's the same issues, um, you know, the, the 10, 15, 20 years apart. Um, but I think the big fire issue then was the oil fires. Oh, yeah. These massive oil fires. And there's a lot going on with the health effect from the burn pits as well. Um, and how both of those have fucked up military and civilians for ages and historically have not gotten the medical and mental health care that they need to recover from them. Yeah. Um, so that's a lot of what dude is ranting about in the next couple scenes. He's probably not gotten any mental health either. Oh no, absolutely not. We know, we know, you know, Papa Greer hasn't either. Right. Yeah. So we cut to teens Greer. Um, the voice that we've been hearing, the face we've been hearing, is actually his dad's roommate, and I'm guessing in a VA hospital. Yeah. Um, Greer is just sitting there looking like he was dragged there. Mm-hmm. As the other roommate continues to rant on about things and, and sand fleas and gets up in his dad's face talking about uranium depleted tank busters. Jesus. And Greer can see how this is getting under his dad's skin. Mm-hmm. And Gru just gets up. He continues to list things. He continues and continues. And his dad finally is like, I'm going to kill him. Yeah. And Gru is like, I'm going <laughs> to put him out of his misery. Yep. And the guy continues. And eventually his dad just gets up and attacks him. And eventually mm-hmm. Gru is able to pull his father off. They fall backwards as Gru is like grappled his dad. And his dad just breaks down in tears. Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. Okay, now to some more fun parts. So now we have uh, we we have the the part that Grace is like finally yes. Young finds TJ in the infirmary, and while he's still talking, she's just like, "I'm pregnant." I'm pregnant. That's what she should have done from fucking the first <laughs> moment. He stops talking and is silent and is like, "She should have just I'm- dropped that fucking mic." At his face. Like, just chuck the mic at his face. (laughs) Or wait for a moment where he's having, like, a really good day. And it's like that meme of, like, when you're happy and then life goes, no. Like, do that. (laughs) Just, like, come up to him in a busy room and just whisper in your ear, by the way. By the way, I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. Yeah. Or sneak up on him like Angela in the office to Dwight. 
I'm pregnant. Yeah. Everything goes quiet. Yeah. And I like how he tactfully asks how far along she is so that he can do the math of Kick when the last time they fucked. Yeah. He's like, no, 22 well, weeks. You are definitely the father. She's far too kind. <laughs> she's far too kind. I would have been like, bitch, please. <laughs> He's like, cool, 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 cool. This is the perfect time and place for a baby. Yep. She's like, well, I mean, I'm keeping it. I do appreciate that she's like, I don't give a shit about that part. He's like, oh, no, I want to be clear. I was not suggesting otherwise. I was just processing verbally. Yeah. Um, Yeah, motherfucker. That part's (laughs) my choice. You don't get a say in that part. And she specifically is like, what are you thinking? And he actually just walks closer and takes her hands. I help. And kisses them and reassures her that they will figure out how to make this insane ass nine situation work. Yeah, a little space baby. A little- that kid's gonna have a hard time getting a passport Ooh. when they get back. Yeah. So where were you born? Uh, in between galaxies. Funny story. <laughs> I mean, military it's all base. Confidential, so I can't tell you. Here's the thing: is it a military base? Is it count as? Do they just say Cheyenne Mountain? <laughs> Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, oh, yeah, my mom was stuck in the elevator for, mm-hmm. like, two seasons. I mean, <laughs> what? <laughs> um, And after that, she leans in and sort of, they embrace and rest her head on his shoulder. And his face is like, what the fuck? Yeah, what did we do? His face has panic. Boy, wouldn't he love to have the stones right now to just <laughs> eat himself out of this skin, literally. And then he just, like, goes back to his wife. Yeah, I was like, just any, I would just be like, I gotta just not be here right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like, you, you hurry up and process, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, good luck, man. You have about 18 weeks to process. Yeah. Can you process this real fast? Real fast? <laughs> yeah. So the rest of our Lost team is on a desert planet now with extremely high winds. It's really shitty. Yeah. They have a bigger issue that the planet they sent the Kino to has toxic atmosphere, which means they cannot get the Kino back. Okay, I don't understand that part. Will the Kino bring back the toxic atmosphere? No, it's because they can't open a Stargate back to where they are. Oh, because... Eli has the remote. Got it. And that's the only way they can dial. Got it. So usually they've just followed through. Yep. They'll send the Kino. They'll be like, oh, it's fine. They go through. I get it now. Yeah. And they only have the one Kino. Yeah. Um, Scott's like, well, I will be a human Kino. I am Dial up another planet. Call me Kino. Because they can't stay on this planet, he's not going to hear any arguments on the mm-hmm, subject. Mm-hmm. So Greer's laying down trying to get some sleep. Yep. And his ghost dad's like, no, you're not going <laughs> to sleep now. Yeah. <laughs> I like that you called him ghost dad. I called him imaginary dad. Yeah. Uh, he's like, hey, remember that time your team abandoned you? Yeah. Greer's like, no. They didn't. Yeah. They did what they needed to do. They didn't have a fucking choice. Relax. And I guess Ghost Dad tries to sum up what he was trying to teach his kid when he was younger, I guess, growing up. Although by really shitty means and the lesson isn't my favorite, but sure. In the end, I guess he was trying to instill in Greer that you have to save yourself and that no one else will care. 
Okay, but what you basically taught him is, I don't care. No, again, I'm not saying yeah. it was a good lesson or was taught no, well. No, I agree. I'm not yelling at you. I'm yelling at his dad. Yo, yeah. Yeah. Um, <sighs> and an even older Greer in a flashback, um, 18, I'm assuming, mm-hmm. um, walks into his dad's hospital room. He's unconscious. His mom's there. And apparently there's an infection in his brain. There's nothing else they can do, the doctors are saying. Damn. And without prompt, Greer just tells his mom, by the way, I enlisted. Yeah. P.S. She's uh-huh. like, huh? P.S. Mom, I know that this was a nightmare for you when dad was in the military, <laughs> but now I'm going to join you. Bye. Well, turns out um, Greer didn't get the scholarship he was going yeah. for. It. And I'm assuming it's a sports scholarship of some kind because he says he worked hard, but he wasn't fast enough. Well, He's pretty damn fast, yeah. I'm a man track and field, maybe? That's, yeah. I Well, he might be faster now because he might have gotten faster out of spite. That's, mm-hmm. He seems like the kind of person who would do that. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, if you're not fat, that's usually, I'm going to assume track and field. Yeah, because yeah. it doesn't seem football. sports y enough. Yeah. yeah. Or basketball. Really, any of or them. Soccer. It's like, I don't know that fast would be yeah. what they would focus the attention on. Yeah, unless he was, like, a running back or something like I this. I guess so, yeah. But um, I also it like... It feels the, too specific for a sports ball. It does. I do like the idea that he was a track athlete, though. Yeah. Um, And his dad apparently, apparently growing up, said a lot of decent things about the military. Mm. His dad wanted to be somebody, and so does Greer. Yeah. And he says he has to use the spirit. His mom said he always had this spirit, and it mm-hmm. was this unbreakable spirit. He's like... That stubborn one that like even Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like Kimmy Schmidt. There's a yeah. lot of overlap between Greer, Greer and Kimmy, Kimmy Schmidt. Schmidt. Mm-hmm. But it's that stubborn one that, you know, his mom kept saying even he refused to let his father change. He's like, I have to use that somewhere. Yeah. It needs to be used for good. Mm-hmm. And it's very clear that his mom is very much against this idea, but we know he's stubborn and his mind is made up. Doesn't matter. Kinda doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> I've already decided this. It's done. The train has left the station. hundred um, percent. So Scott comes through. The lassophobia mode. <laughs> I literally opened my phone and was like, were you talking about Horizon Forbidden West patch? I fucking hate, but I also love this. Okay, that's all. Sorry. That's amazing. I opened my phone. So Scott comes through on a cold but beautiful snowy planet at night. A place that I very much would like to go to. Um, he slips down the ramp. Vermont planet? Yeah, Vermont planet. Mm-hmm. Um, snow, 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 snow. <laughs> it sounds like it snow. It won't be snow. long before we're no. all be bathed <laughs> in snow. It's one of my annual Christmas movies. Mm. Um, considering there's no dinosaurs on this planet and they can breathe, this is a quality planet. Yeah. So he calls the rest of the team through and they also slip. <laughs> as they come through. Yeah. I mean, I They need you. some salt. Yeah. Um, there's a little snark, non-snark about how this planet reminds him of Vermont. <laughs> and yeah, I do love the shade that Eli throws like, at Chloe here. Calm down. I was he's like, oh, 
we're fucking lost in space and all you can think about is your Christmases in Vermont. I know. That's basically what he says. Oh, 100%. And I feel like there's a little bit also of like, oh, wouldn't it be it's like a little uh, class shaming, I feel yeah, like, too. Yeah, absolutely. I'm telling you, the shade is yeah. real. Yeah. I mean, it's like you're just yelling at her for giving you shade. Yeah. It's Chill. Like, well, I appreciate that he's giving it back to her. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> You went too far. Yeah, it's like a, it's like in New Girl when Winston does pranks either not enough oh, yeah. or too far. Yes. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. There is a middle ground. Yeah. Um, so Eli gets the next, next set of addresses up in the Kino and he realizes that they have a problem. Mm-hmm. He recognizes one of the addresses. Yay. They went the wrong way. Oh, no. This planet is the one with the down ship where Rush was left, I mean, stranded on. So they could retrace. I didn't know that. What? He was stranded accidentally, not on purpose at all. So they could retrace their steps, or Eli's like, or we could go to the planet with the down ship. Yeah. So Rush, he says, was able to boot the computer. And with a curious mind. Well, well, yes, it brought the aliens, but for a brief bit, Rush. Immediately. And eventually we saved him. Rush could pull up a Star Trek, basically. He would have a full map of the galaxy and all the stargates. Yeah. Chloe's like, um, but aliens. Yeah. Remember how I was kidnapped for them and I would rather not be kidnapped again. Okay, but you got out of it once. You'll get out again. Let me quick in and out. Yeah. And, you know. The first cut is the deepest. Chloe's like, but what if the aliens are already there? And Scott is like, I don't know what to do. I don't like any of this. Why do I have to make this I'm decision? I'm being in charge. <laughs> I fucking give up. Yeah. So sometime at night, the Stargate starts to dial, and Greer, again, high survival stats, quickly snuffs out yes, his fire. Smart. Uh, goes to the tree line, um, pulls up his, his rifle, ready for anything, but it is James. Oh my god. He the 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 way his finger must have just oh my gosh. in that moment. Yeah. It had to be one of those like Farts that just like, woo, release that I was holding that one in for a while. Don't go to that part of the forest. Don't don't go in there. They're both very happy to see each other, but James does notice there is a lack of other people. (laughs) Wasn't there more people on your team group? (laughs) Did you eat them? What happened? It was it was a dicey 24 hours. So the the rest of them do indeed arrive on the crashed alien ship planet, mm-hmm. and at the ship, Scott, oh, our bird friend, our is bird back. friend is back. Um, by the way, guys, I think we've told you before that there is a bird that likes to smack this back window. It was all over the last episode. All over the last episode, he's back. So Nixie has named him John Shepard. because he's got a little flap top hair. He does. He very much has like he has shepherd's hair yeah it's very much that like tousled bed faux hawk situation yeah, yeah. artfully looks like i didn't uh-huh. do this but actually i spent like yeah that's hour. exactly the hairstyle this bird has yeah okay back to um, the, oh alien shit planet yeah, yeah yeah so um everyone gets inside eli finds rush's glasses uh-huh. pockets those for later, later. Yeah. eli wakes up the ship and scott's like you have 15 minutes. I have picked this number arbitrarily because it feels good, but we are getting out of here after 15 minutes. I am not risking. Yeah. Yeah. Back on Destiny. Mm -hmm. 
James and the team arrive back on the Destiny with Greer. Mm. And Young gives her credit. Yeah. Great job. I found one of the... Somehow she's going to put this on herself. <laughs> she too. said I found one of the four of them. Yeah. Uh, 25% success TJ, rate. <laughs> she would have found them all. Never mind that they ran <laughs> to other Stargates. No word from Rush yet either, though. Yeah. And Young wordlessly asks Greer... What, where's where's the other uh-huh. 75% of your group? Oh. And Greer's like, look, I know that they had to have thought I was dead. Yeah. It's the only reason they left. Absolutely. I don't know where they are now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Look, a sandworm might have eaten them, but I don't know. Because he, he has no clue if they were on that planet. He has no clue if they... He's assuming that they went through the Stargate, but like, he doesn't know. Yeah, anything could happen. And Young just hopes that their choice doesn't mean that we've lost them for good. It does, though. I mean. As far as I know. Yeah. So on the downship, Eli is pulling up screen after screen after screen. The 15 minutes are up. um, And Scott wants to call it. Eli's like, none of this is making sense, but I still don't want to leave because I'm here in front of this information. The answer is here somewhere. Mm -hmm. But Chloe's like, go go back a couple. Um, I don't know why, but you should choose that one. Yeah. And what she what they pull up is something that looks very similar to the edge of the galaxy map that we saw in Destiny. Yeah. Chloe doesn't know how she recognizes it, but she does. Mm-hmm. And Eli takes a photo and is pretty sure he could use this to get back, but they have to hurry because he sees the same about to leave the galaxy issue that those on the Destiny saw. Yep. And because if they don't make it back in time, it's game over. It's time to go fast. And they start hustling. Yep. This bird. This bird is also hustling, doing his best, his best to come through our window. <laughs> well, he's like, if I can, if I try hard enough, I can go through glass. Down the gate. <laughs> Down the gate, random lady. In I can house. go through better. <laughs> um, he he is well. What's the saying? I mean, that bird is also bigger than air. He is to go back than to air. an Atlantis yeah, joke. I am larger than air. Um, on Destiny, James and others are watching the countdown. There is five minutes left. So Team Lost has been racing from planet to planet. And this time, if Eli is right, this should be it. And there it is. Destiny. Yay. He starts immediately dying and the Stargate starts dialing on Destiny as well. Back on the planet, it's still dialing. It's a kawoosh on the Destiny. Oh, exciting. But it's a rush team that comes through. Shit. This is a part where I went, What? Universe has been the. Oh, oh, I'm gonna get to the end of this. And Young reminds him how close he cut it, and Rushi's Greer and not the others. On the uh. planet, the Stargate just shuts down as it starts to dial the last Chevron. And yeah, panic mode sets in yep. for sure. Eli doesn't know what happened. Others are asking. He's like, I know no more than you know right I now. I like how Scott's like, dial it again, dial it again. And on like, Destiny, right, right. the Stargate shuts down. Yeah. And Scott tells Eli to dial again. And he tries and watch the countdown clock on Destiny drop to zero. Oof. And it's a very heavy heart. Everyone knows what this means. And everyone watches as the, shump, as the ship jumps to FTL. Yep. And on the planet, the dialing just stops. And Eli watches the address disappear. Dang. And Scott asks how the address could be there one second and gone the next, but they all know the answer. Mm-hmm. Destiny jumped. Yeah. And Please they don't it. make me say this out loud. Yeah. That would be my thing. 
I mean, it's heartbreaking is an understatement. Yeah. There's nothing else they can do. Yep. And it is going to take them all some time to process in their own ways. Fuck. On the ship, Riley is following Greer with Aquino. He's trying to carry on for Eli. He would want this. Mm-hmm. Greer just ignores him and continues to walk. And Riley's like, look, I just want a minute or two to talk about what happened. I know it's hard, but people are going to want to hear it. The look on Greer's face when he gets to his room and turns around is an absolute fuck off. He literally and figuratively shuts him out. Yes. He's like, no. So maybe another time. Yeah, okay. He's lucky that that there's no violence in Greer. Like He's yeah. too exhausted from this thing yeah. to not do anything violent towards him. And we watch Greer just go into his room, Oof. sit down. That was heavy. That and hurts. attempt to process. Oh, I feel it. I feel it. Ew. God. Universe <laughs> has removed all sense of safety that I had in my Stargate shows. Yes, it has. That comfort of like, don't worry, we're going to wrap this up. It's going to be great. We'll figure it. There'll be some clever answers. Exactly. Sam well, will just blow up the sun. Every once Daniel in a while, we'll have a to be continued. Bl- fucking fuck someone on the planet. Or yeah. will just barbarian us out exactly. of here. Exactly. Shepard's got it. Everyone, yeah. We're fine. We're fine. We're fine. Nope. The universe is like, no, people are fucked all the time. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> it is by chance that you are alive. Yeah. And exist. Yeah. Because it's not like I don't already live in that space. <laughs> but because it's me and I like to scratch that itch, I still love this show. <laughs> I love this show. It's yeah. awful and I feel bad. Well, but here's I- the thing. The next episode should be absolutely fine because it's called Sabotage. Yay. <laughs> That's fine. Which I, I can only hear that word as sung by the Beastie yeah. Boys. <laughs> Yeah, if I could do sound effects, I would do the. If I could get anywhere near them saying that word, I would. Look, it's a bunch of white dudes rapping. You can do that. Just consider it Hamilton. You have time to practice. It's more of I don't know if my voice goes into that vocal ranges that they do. Yeah, you got to practice your your yeah. accent. Um, okay. I'm going to go feel bad about life. Yeah, you're fine. Um, you're fine. And then we'll come back with sabotage next week. Until then, find us on Twitter at Terror Podcast. Although Twitter's a freaking dumpster yeah, fire. Yeah, here's the... Just don't. Just don't. don't. Yeah. We're, we, we kind of... Just email us because yeah. if we're going to get back to anybody, that's where we're going to get to. Exactly. Email us at there's no place like terror at gmail.com. Um, Facebook at the... It's also slightly trash, but we can be there. <laughs> Facebook at the... Facebook.com. Slash place like Tara. Patreon. No place like Tara. Patreon. Um, like us, review us, wherever you get your or podcasts. Just keep listening. This is the best. Okay, we love yeah. you. Okay, bye.